I take offense. I take offense. What is flavor dust? What does that even mean? Kool-Aid did not quench the thirst of hundreds of thousands of kids in the 80s and 90s and today to be called flavor dust. Second of all, how are you making Kool-Aid without sugar dust? Sin Asukai? How can you do that? I didn't hear that story to somebody. It's just bowls of water and Kool-Aid? That's ridiculous. That is like potato salad with raisins in it. That is like church with no heaven be three. A preacher that ain't sweaty. It's like having a granny who doesn't wear Elizabeth Taylor white diamonds and carry them little strawberries in her purse. That's like BC with no baby boy playing. Now what on about. That's like a Cisco song without no Yesterday, I promise you, I thought I had skipped the sugar part. <laughs> you blinked and missed it. <laughs> I was like, okay, put in the what do you call it? Flavor, flavor. dust. Put in the flavor dust. Okay. Kool Aid. Right. Put in the flavor dust. And then they only use one pack. Wait. Thank you. One pack of Kool Aid. One pack of flavor dust, bro. That's <laughs> no, when you no, was no, done. No, 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 no. That's where you was wrong. No, right no, there. No. The fact that you caused a flavor dust, and then you only use one pack of it. And then you said one bowl of water. Who uses bowls of water? First of all, we get the picture. And we put the we put the cool the sugar in, the Kool-Aid in, then the water, and then we stir it real hard to get the right. sugar to disappear. <laughs> oh, I'm breaking stuff in the studio. I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell that was the chair. Oh, sorry. That's out. What? Yeah, that was not a Kool Aid recipe taste. That was a that was a recipe of disasters. What that was, Karen, you are still not invited to the barbecue <laughs> with your raisins. And right, I just want to say eggs. what and the raisins and the potato salad was that. <laughs> well, I promise you, I I went back. Like I was like, okay, flour dust. Okay, I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> then I saw one, one bowl, bowl of, of water. one bowl of water, and I saw two bowls of water, and I said. Three bowls. I said, wait a minute. Was one of them bowls sugar and I forgot? How do you put, how are you using a bowl to measure? I went back. I had to go back. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> they forgot the sugar. I said, oh, no. This is why they babies fucked up. Girl. Their kids. Ain't you supposed to put a half a bag of sugar. <laughs> half a bag? <laughs> <laughs> my mom used to ask me, how much sugar you going to put in that till I feel like it's right? Till it turns into syrup. You know how Jesus turned water into wine? I turned Kool-Aid into syrup. I'm about syrup. to turn this water into colored syrup. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Welcome to another episode of Two, Two Chicks Talking Shit with and No that... Flavor Dust. That was our Kool-Aid recipe. All the sugar, two packets. You can mix them. You can do red and red. Yes. I've done a red and a lemonade before. Oh, yeah. I've done a grape and a lemonade. Yeah. So strawberry and a lemonade. lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't be trying to get too creative with but these here. My flavors. favorite Kool-Aid is oh. black cherry. <gasps> Ooh. It's just, it's something. You're my friend for real. <laughs> it's heavily, ain't it? <laughs> Man, I just been there like uh, five Ooh. packs. It's going to give me five packs. Ooh. 
I ain't made Kool-Aid now I know how long. I know I haven't. Cause I, I'm gonna I, buy some pictures and make some Kool-Aid. I got pictures. At one point I was, but like I said, it's either or. You're going to buy Kool-Aid you're going to keep buying sugar. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> you're going to be like, all right. Because you definitely going to run out of you sugar. You're going to run out of sugar real quick. It's going to be mm-hmm. sugar all over the place. Then you're going to have Kool-Aid all in the refrigerator. <laughs> it's just be a mess. So, you just be like, mm-mm. Chow, chow, chow. You ready? I'm ready. Which, oh, God, this week. This <laughs> has been a week. Yeah. I don't know if and I'm ready. I don't ready. know where I want to start. So... I think I'm going to start with Papa Freeman just to keep it low-key. You're going to start with Papa Freeman to keep it (laughs) low-key? Yeah. Okay. So, apparently, Papa Morgan Freeman was out here sexually harassing and, you know, speaking, you know, off-color with some people. Uh, They're... They're trying to take a SAG award and what? No yeah, way! Want to take his lifetime achievement award? Yeah, I'm not gonna do all that to Papa Freeman. This nigga, two hundred and eighty-five. Did you see the picture? They said that the people, the women that came out was <laughs> Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman uh, some, I want to say it's the Journal Truth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. Don't do that, I to mean, Mr. Freeman. It's, it's quite possible. I, I want to find. This clip of this woman talking about these lies. Because honestly, this is one I just don't believe. Mm-hmm. And people could get mad at me all they want to. But I just don't believe that um, that he would do that. Like, that just don't... I know, And I know that's the thing. We, we'd be like, oh, no. Right. He would never do that. But like, I don't know. I try not to do that because... I've been trying not to do that because of the whole Me Too movement. Yeah, and, it's like you're taking away from what the victim And is. I've been trying to sympathize with the victim. Like, well, so, I'm going to play this video so you can listen to this victim, okay? Oh, I saw that. investigation was actually my own experience with Morgan Freeman at a junket last year for the movie Going In Style. Right when I walked into the room, he began making sexually suggestive comments to me. Now, as an entertainment reporter for over a decade... It was unlike anything I truly have ever experienced. One of those comments was caught on tape. In this comment that's on tape, he says to me, boy, do I wish I was there while looking me up and down. I was six months pregnant at the time, and his co-stars, Alan Arkin and Michael Caine, were seated on either side of him and actually looked at him when he made this comment to me. Again, it was caught on tape. And take take a note of Freeman's eyes in this clip. One time I, I congratulated a woman on being pregnant and she wasn't. <laughs> so I've never done it again. That was kind of like a pain. Freeman was just trying to stay woke. He was like, man, I'm ready. We've been he doing this telling, all day. He, Michael Caine was telling the story. Of how he mistakenly he said, congratulate a woman for being pregnant and, and she, she wasn't, wasn't there. And he said, boy, boy do I, I wish, wish I was, I was there. there. Everybody with the brain caught that except for her. You're talking about reach. That's why I don't think Susie Sue. Susie Snowflake, really? But she's not the one of the ones that's... Is she, she is one of the ones. 
She wanted a See, woman, see? Here's the, like that, no, sweetie. <laughs> see? And I want, it's, I want the judge to say it just like, no, ma'am. Hey, yo, shut the fuck up is what I want no, to tell them. But then, um, his lawyer's upset with CNN, um, cause they accused the actor, they, you know, they talked about the story against eight women and slammed mm-hmm. them as an unjustified and scandalous vendetta against him. So his lawyer accused the network of malicious intent, falsehoods, and sleight of hand, in absence of editorial control and journalistic malpractice, aka them niggas lying. Mm. Yeah. So that's okay. But yeah. that's stupid. Like that, that. Like, but that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Like, I tried to. I don't want to victim blame. That's right, what I've been no, trying not to do. I've been trying not to victim blame. But when it comes to situations where it's just flat out ridiculous, yep. I'm like, nah, son. This don't even make sense. This don't even make sense. In that clip, that did not sound like somebody, or even look like he was looking at you like, ooh, ooh I wish I was there. What? And therefore what? To see you get pregnant? Like, girl, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, what person would just like, girl? No, that's just like. Did you hear the one with Steve Harvey? <laughs> they got your boy. So a lady is trying to sue Steve Harvey for sexual harassment because she went on his show. They were looking for somebody that dressed overly sexy, mm. that you know exposed mm. a lot, and she went on the show. And when she went on, I think. She tried to, she claims that she tried to wear like a turtleneck or something. The complete opposite. Of what, of what they looking for. Right, because the thing was, they were going to do a makeover. Yes. And then have, you know, Steve probably love to put you on the date. Yeah. So he's going to go on the date. And she claims that while she was on the show, that they had the audience call her all kind of names and stuff like that. And Steve Harvey called her all these different types of names. Mind you now, her mother... And sisters were sitting in the audience. Hmm. And then um, they gave her the makeup changes, more scantily clad clothes. Right. But her pictures that she showed on like post Instagram or whatever. She half naked. She half naked. And so, yeah. So she, now she's trying to sue no, the Steve ma'am. Harvey. She's trying to sue the Steve Harvey show because she felt like that was sexually harassment. You sexual harassment. You because they wanted her to dress like you dress on Instagram, in like real how life. you dressed on Instagram. Don't come on the show like, and we everybody done seen those makeover shows where they're like, "Oh, you're too sexy," mm-hmm. and they're gonna probably tell you to amp it up just a little bit for yeah. the show. But sis, on, you man. gonna come in a turtleneck <laughs> really? and a knee left skirt when they trying really? to do a makeover because you just too sexy really ma'am you don't even own a turtleneck what you bought right. you bought that at the h&m with a Feather 21 around on your way in chicago when he was taping here right because that's when it was down. done and then she tried to make it like they pulled it from the show but they i saw i could have sworn i saw that show when i was watching steve harvey yeah, I, don't, I don't know why I don't, that's um, when i was watching him regularly yeah i don't watch steve harvey <laughs> I tell you when I will watch Steve Harvey on June 10th when Kim Kardashian 
Kanye West and the other Kardashians on there. They doing Celebrity Family Feud. I, I oh, guarantee that's for, gonna be uh, Family shit. Feud. Yeah, yeah. I watch that. Yeah, that's gonna be ridiculous. But then after that, I ain't gonna probably watch it because he gets on my damn nerves. Okay, like, what else is going on in the world of foolishness? So, as football fans, there was a new ruling that the NFL came up with over the past uh, week or so that um, they will punish players who refuse to stand for the national anthem. Um, basically, they'll get fined if they kneel or sit. Mm-hmm. They gave them the option to stay in the locker room. Basically, they said, listen, we'll hit your pockets if you try to Kaepernick out here in these streets. Right. I think a lot of this is um because of what the president said a few months ago when it was football season and called it disrespectful. Oh, yeah, and he called There were all them little rallies he was going right. to. And, you know, he's like... Did he say something about their mamas or something? He said something real demeaning. It was, it was and I can't remember what he yeah. said, but he also said something about, um, like, uh, you couldn't play for my team or something if I was an owner or, mm-hmm. like, you would... Then recently, after this came out, he was like, you shouldn't be in this country. Yeah, I saw that. If you can't stand for the um, national anthem. <sighs> this is a dilemma for me, everybody. I know it is. This is a major dilemma. Because here's my thing. Um, I, I understand the protest 100%, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't feel like... They're, quote-unquote, stopping them from doing it. Because right. they gave them the option to stay in the locker room. I think they did it underhandedly because they didn't go through the Players Association mm-hmm. and talk to them about the ramifications of what this so would So the option is you pay a fine or you you pay a fine or you stay in the locker room. Until the national anthem is over. Stay your ass in the locker room. Uh, and I know a lot of people saying they're done with the NFL. Are you, sis? I don't know. I mean, I only watch. I don't watch. I only watch the Bears games. Like I don't be into it like that. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's hurt. Look at it. It's hurt you though. I don't know. We like, be playing, I mean, we be want to go to brunch. Go to right. Play. We can watch the Bears games. We go to brunch on Sundays and, and, and watch. Time. Have a few beers. Watch the game. I like to get on the couch. Cause, right. You know. Cozy up, mm-hmm. watch a game, take a nap, wake up, you know, after halftime. <laughs> That's Sunday. Cook your dinner, put the dinner on, lay on the couch and watch a game. What I love football. I know. Um, I thought it was interesting. There was a picture going around of Tim Tebow. I saw that. Um, and I, I, I went on Snopes because a lot of people were telling me it was fake. And I know they said it was fake that he never kneeled in protest during the national anthem. But I vividly remember him, like, kneeling. He kneeled a lot. Every time he had a touchdown, he kneeled. Before the game, he was kneeling. They try, they're they they're saying that he was praying. Right. But his statements have said otherwise. Because right. he has said that, you know, I'm, I'm not with a country that's for abortion. He's right. very, very, yeah. very vocal. About that, you know, he's super he's Christian. Not with a country that's for abortion. That, yeah, that allows you, you know. Oh, okay. He's not pro-choice. Let's just put it. That Coming way. from a man, of course you're not. <laughs> a white man, it's that. Of course you're not. Yeah, he's not. He's not 
He's pro-choice. As if you have to carry that child and as if you won't be stuck with that child. But we won't go there because that'd be a whole nother. That's a whole nother That's episode. That's a whole nother episode. So. I just feel like it's kind of weird that certain people can um, express their First Amendment rights and others cannot. Um, that's the part that gets me. Like, that's the part that I'm like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't watch football. Right. Maybe I should. I mean, but then, I mean, the NBA ain't really addressing nothing, and we watching the NBA finals. Yeah, but I think the issue, the difference between the NBA and the NFL is that they haven't blackballed a player Mm -hmm. for speaking out against what's wrong. That's true. They've allowed them to wear T-shirts to say, I can't breathe. Right. They've put their fist up. Yeah, they do. They do, and they don't. Right. Silver doesn't really... Um, find the players much unless it's something on the court like right. they got into an altercation or you know whatever their little rules are when it comes right, to right. text and stuff but I guess man I'm gonna really have to pray about football season this year cause that's my shit man I love well I say this I think you like even though that part is bogus like it's one of those things where you can look at it one or two ways Mm-hmm. I'm listening. You can I'm look at it as figure if, out what I need to do. You can look at it like this is the player's job. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I think we forget that even though they're athletes, this is their job. And like any jobs, there's policies and procedures that you have to follow, regardless if you like it or not. Or not. Yeah. You know. That's with any job. That's with any job. Like you know, I told you about the incident on my job <laughs> when a guy came with yeah. his. Uh, Paraphernalia. Right. And they like they sent the email like, uh, no. <laughs> Don't no, do that No big shit. logos right. on your shirts. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So you can look at it that way and then and you can make your decision based off that. You know, it's not like they're telling them you can't speak out mm-hmm. about the injustice in the world at all. Right. They're just saying that on Sunday and Thursday. Yeah, during the national anthem. During the national anthem, you either, and they're giving them an option. You can stay in or you right. can come out. Now, that's up to them. Right. If you run your ass out there. And, and kneel. And kneel. And you got to pay that fine. Okay. Yeah. You could just sit in the, sit in the locker room. Yep. Because it'll, it'll be obvious. It'll be obvious. Because what's going to happen. Or, my I was thinking, we should, the people should boycott that part. Because I'm pretty sure um, the numbers will go down. Yeah. I mean, their numbers are already fucked up. Their numbers are already down. But if people, like... Didn't watch that part of the game. You mm-hmm. turned one to did something else. Turned the TV off, whatever. Turned the channel, yeah. and then came back. It's not even that many games. Like when I'm watching the Bears, they rarely even show the national right. anthem. It's always like uh, Monday Night Football or right Sunday Night. So Football. I feel like I feel like as if it gets to a point where they're like, oh, if you're an NFL player, you can't speak out about you know, racial injustices or injustices of any kind, that's when you need to be like, okay, it's time yeah. to to boycott the NFL. But we should be boycotting anyway from how they treat them cheerleaders, but that's a whole nother. Ooh. <laughs> we could spend a good 20, 30 minutes talking about On the about bullshit that they do with the cheerleaders. they treat the cheerleaders. It's kind 
kind of crazy. It's, yeah. They can't even be in the same, same room, as same events. Yeah. None of that. Did you hear about, okay, this is going to be quick. Did you hear about um, the story when they were like, I forgot what island they were on, but they were taking like the team photos or something. And then they had asked the girls to come out wearing almost nothing around the players. Really? Yes. I didn't hear about that. Girl, it was, it's one of the former And they don't pay them shit. No, they don't. Yeah, I mean, they, don't they got shit. real, all of them have to have real jobs because to be a cheer, They got to do something. Just, it's just like a side gig. But whatever. Right. We shall see what happens with the NFL. I'll let y'all know whether or not I'm watching because I know y'all care. I know y'all Girl, really you got to be kidding me. What? Nowadays, no, no. Nowadays, NFL cheerleaders earn somewhere between seventy-five to one hundred and fifty dollars per game. Get out of here! And might make as much as fifty dollars an hour for special corporate appearances. <laughs> That's why they be doing calendars and being on Instagram. Right. And that kind of stuff, boy. I would too. Yeah. Okay. Um, Friday. Harvey Weinstein had to turn himself in in New York City. Okay. Finally. Right. This is the one I feel like we've been waiting for. Like, I don't understand. He the whole cause for that. He is. He is. Actually, the he's the more publicized version, reason why people are know about the Me Too movement. Right. Like, we talked about it a while ago. It's been around for a minute. But after Alyssa Milano's friend Rose McGowan had decided to start speaking out about this dude. Mm-hmm. That's where the Me Too hashtag got big again. And, you know, mm-hmm. his lawyer's mad because... Why are you mad, bro? He says the pressure that's being brought to bear on the district attorney's office demanding an indictment or prosecution is inappropriate pressure. It's unprecedented. You know what's unprecedented? The number of high-profile celebrity women that had to come forward and right. say that you touched them, raped them, made them do something inappropriate. What? You you really think Gwyneth Paltrow wanted to do all these interviews saying... Repeating and reliving this situation. Right? Over and over again. You think Angelina Jolita don't even be in the public eye no more, for real, for real. Right. Once that to Just come out like, and you say, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Me too. The nigga got me too. Right. Like, come on, bro. Inappropriate? No, you are the king of inappropriate. inappropriateness. You deserve everything that is coming your way. All of it. All of it. Just And, and I'm mad. They hurried up and tried to put old Bill, even though he was. Man. <laughs> Next, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you was about to talk about Heathcliff, and I'm not going there today. I can't. He's, I can't he not talk wrong. about Heathcliff Huxtable. Um, so I know you don't listen to a lot of new rap, but uh, beg your part. Okay, all right. Let's see. Did you listen to Pusha T's new yes. album? Yes. <laughs> oh, I listened shit. to it because I knew it was gonna come up. <laughs> all seven songs. <laughs> 25 minutes. <laughs> it was over before it started. But it was decent, though. It wasn't terrible. It's decent. If you if you listen to Push It, it was up. a vibe. Yeah, there you go. It wasn't a bop. It was, definitely was not a bop. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. 
So the current I have to play it again because it wasn't anything that I was like, okay. He's a lyrical lyricist. So I like Pusha like, T though. Yeah, you have to listen to like all the words that are coming out of his when mouth. When he was on um, one of my favorite albums is when they did the Good Music collab. Yes. yes. Gonna play that tomorrow. I, I am too. Now that you said I haven't listened to it in a while. That, they got Tiana on there. That That's album I'm waiting on. That, that good music collab was a bop. It was a vibe. Come on. It was all of it. Like I can't. It's in, ain't nobody done my clip. 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 Man, I used to work third shift. Mm-hmm. I would play that almost <laughs> every night. <laughs> Walking in to work. <laughs> that was your, okay, I'm about to get ready for this. Right, and then when I got to work, it was two. That's how I got on the two chains. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so you dropped this album. Um, a little bit of controversy came out. Mm, a little bit. So the first one, um, see, this is that unknown shit. Unless you like reading blogs and want to know the artist's inspiration and yada, 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 you wouldn't know this. But like, Apparently, Kanye paid, I don't know who, about $80,000 for his album art, for his album. Yeah. The album picture is supposedly um, Whitney Houston's drug-laced bathroom. They couldn't find nothing better. Well, I think well, I don't even it's understand. because of Pusha T's, like, drug background. Like, he apparently he used to sell quite a bit of drugs. And so yeah, he said he sold more than easy. Well, yeah. he sold just as much as easy. I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. So I get, and he proud of it. And like, he said that's what his album was about. You know, um, like I heard him on an interview. You know, yeah, I saw the album art. You know, it's the lifestyle, and so people are big mad because they feel like that's an invasion of her privacy. Um, but if somebody wouldn't have leaked the information, right? Nobody would even known what it was. I'm sure her family might have, might have, maybe seen it. I'm sure somebody, cause was that the bathroom of the hotel? Supposedly, yeah. So they saw it. Yeah, somebody had to see it. Oh, listen! I saw the picture. I couldn't tell half the shit that was going going on in the picture. Cause number one. The way they edited it, they made it to look like it was an old, old picture. Yeah. You know how pictures get frayed and discolored around the edges, so you couldn't really see everything. But I also saw niggas that was, like, describing it, like, oh, it's a spoon and this white powdery substance. I see substance, something. Like white a... powdery substance on the Yeah, uh, they made it like scene. it was one of them old pictures where they had, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at on here. <laughs> Like a can of Budweiser, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? Oh shit! I messed up. Let me see what happened. Ain't that a can of Budweiser? That looked like an empty check box. Right. That like a can of Budweiser. Yeah. That like a. Is that a screwdriver or a pill box? Uh, honey. Is that a toothpaste or a pack of Newport? It's know. a bunch. It's a we don't know what this is. Whoever dug up the information behind his album cover, y'all ain't got nothing else better to do with y'all entire life. 
Right. Get a whole, whole life. life. But the fact that he paid eighty thousand dollars for that bullshit just. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not mad at Kanye for that. Like people mad at Kanye, but if a if you're a record exec, let's just say, and your artist is like, "This is what I want for my album art," and he took but I felt like I felt it's like it's an invasion of privacy. I felt like what I heard from Pusha T's interview. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, whatever Kanye said, he went with. Oh, well, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, basically. Like, he was like, he had a whole album done. And when he showed it to Kanye, Kanye was like, hmm, I think I can make your beats better. Okay. And he was like, come fly to, first, it wasn't Wyoming first, it was Utah or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, come fly here. And he said they was there for 10 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they only came out with one beat. That's crazy. Then he said, "Now come with me to Wyoming." Yeah, he said. And he finished that. And he said it wasn't Pusha T. Pusha T had more songs. Mm-hmm. Kanye was like, mm, "Let's not overflow him with a whole bunch of songs." I feel like now artists, which that I agree with. Yeah, nowadays, thirty-five songs. Nowadays, these albums, <laughs> like I was trying to listen to ASAP Rocky, and I was like, 15, bro." <laughs> I didn't listen to ASAP. I got. I, I probably got his songs five. keep popping up when I'm listening to like hip hop radio, and I I haven't found one that I really like. I like I like the way he do that, like the little bop, like yeah, the, yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, no. Like after five, I was like, all right, let me let me watch something on Netflix or something. I can't. This shit. I ain't gonna listen to this shit all day. Okay, I'm on. All day. <laughs> Seven, eight tracks. Fifteen songs, bro. Back in the day, songs CDs only had like nine at the most, maybe ten. If you got twelve songs back they, in the day, back in the day, you would get a, a album. It would probably have. Let's see. I got some old ass shit on my phone. Let's see. <laughs> Cause back in the day, you would find. Oh, I had a few songs from ASAP that I look at you. But I ain't trying. To, okay, oh. Rolling in the Deep. Oh damn! I thought that I want to see the album. I guess I don't have no whole albums. On. <laughs> Yo ass is funny. <laughs> no, nah, let me um. Oh, I know why I ain't got no whole album. Here go D'Angelo Voodoo. Oh shoot! I thought that was the album too. See, okay, here we go. Adele, twenty-five. She got eleven songs. Eleven songs, forty-eight minutes. Where is um my one twelve? That is my. Are we going oh oh? Okay, let's see. Oh, I love some uh. Oh, okay, this is a bad example because one twelve. Um, they album back in ninety six had nineteen damn songs. What the fuck was that? A bonus track? That has to be a bonus. A bonus. Uh, let's look at this Brian McKnight anytime. Yeah, what was that group from Atlanta that came out the same time? Yeah, it is. That's what. How old is? What about that jagged edge? Ten songs, seven oh two, no doubt. Let's see what Jagged Edge got as far as albums. What's this recent, latest release? Yeah, they definitely had a release this year. In 2017? Yes. And they did 16 whole songs. Let's go to an old one. I'm picking out some really bad examples, so I'm not, I'm done. I'm done, G. Let's see. 
Jagged Edge Heartbreak 2014. Oh, that's not that's not a good example. <laughs> Maybe they did use the, no songs were shorter. That's what it was. Songs were shorter back in the day. Is that Maybe sound. Let's see. Let's find a hip hop. That's what it is. You know, R and B niggas, they got more feelings. <laughs> so they got more stuff to put out. Let's find let's I'm gonna do some hip hop. Let's Ooh. see. Mace. Oh, Mace had an album with like seven songs, and I used to listen to it all the time. So this one got twelve. Intros. So this one came out in two thousand and four. Welcome back. Now, I played this world. to death. It's got twelve songs, but it's only forty nine minutes. So the songs have to be. Um, this got twenty songs, but it has one, two, three. The four, whole he had five, those little things six, in the middle. Seven interludes and intros. So that's what it was back in the day. Yeah. But anyway, okay. <laughs> these albums long as hell nowadays. Man, so I'm gonna... I kind of get what Kanye's saying with that one. With that part, but other than that, though, like like I said, it... but Pusha was also on the Ricky Smiley show, and he said he was very happy with his album. Wait you know. a minute. Huh? Now they're saying ASAP Rocky song with 15 songs with 52 minutes. How sway? <laughs> well, I stopped. I just. You gave up. I, I couldn't take it no more. I stopped that. Well, how far did I get? Oh, I didn't do too bad. They must have been blended in together. You they know how. They kind of sound, start sounding like. Because I was on song 12. Oh, look at you. I probably would stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. So that was one of the controversies, the whole album thing. Then on his first first song on the album, he kind of comes for Drake and was it? The, I thought it was Infrared. Was it? Is the, it Infrared or was it the first song? Uh, what's his name? Pusha. Oh yeah. If you know, if uh, you know, you know. I thought it was Infrared. Yeah. Um, he came for Drake a little bit, and you know, I, I keep trying to tell people to leave a little light skinned nigga alone. He in album mode right now, he is ready. He sure came out with a two minute, he came out with a freestyle so quick. Talking about Man. he had to give Kanye some money, so y'all need to give me some money. I'm gonna send an invoice to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. He, that's oh, what he God. said. That's what he, he had said. Him up so, so quick. And Pusha, um, cause I've watched him on the Breakfast Club, and he was just saying how he not even finna. They because you know, uh, Charlemagne be like, so you gonna yeah, come back? Yeah. You gonna do something else? You gonna yeah. say something else? Like yeah. he was like, I would love to see a beef between. Like not he say a beef. He's like, I would love to see a, a battle, battle between y'all mm-hmm. two or whatever. And Pusha tried. To, I, Pussy tried to play the whole, but he don't write his rhyme, so he ain't on my level. He, okay. Let me find one rapper that writes all, all they the rhymes. Right. I'm all sure he, I, I think when it comes to the writing, I don't know. I'm not a rapper, but I would think that when it comes to the writing, like, they give you a, like a baseline, mm-hmm. and you go in, and you kind of personalize it, mm-hmm. so, you know, customize it to fit your own. I think that's how it would go. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I don't you think you're going in there word for word. But at the same time, though, like, to be a rapper, you have to have some type of skill. Absolutely. So you can't just disqualify or or say, oh, I ain't, I ain't messing with them because they aren't right. Like, yeah. 
And I'm sure he didn't, uh, what they call it? Mystery right? What is it? Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> and our mystery writer for today is... Right. <laughs> and the mystery writer award goes to... <laughs> Yeah. But I, I bet you he probably done ghost read for a few people. Yeah. I don't, I, need, I need y'all to leave Aubrey alone. Yeah, just... Aubrey is not a thug, but he will dead you right. real quick. Right. Real, real quick. And I felt like like he talked about um, Birdman and all that. And I'm like... And Lil Wayne. I'm like... They've been beefing for years. Yeah, but this time, like, he ain't, I, I guess he beefing with Birdman. Yeah. I think he over the beef with Wayne, and I still stuck Because, like, he, he really, like, what he said about Wayne, it sounded more of a, that's kind of messed up here in that situation type Yeah. Thing. I mean, that's how I feel like everybody feels for But Wayne I don't know. Right I just listened to it. I just felt like, it felt like, you know. Your uncle just came out of nowhere and just started talking to you. <laughs> and you sitting stuck at the barbecue like you sitting up minding your own business. Mm-hmm. Enjoying the last of your little potato salad. <laughs> you know, sometimes, even though I don't eat pork no more, but you know how you go going to get that one rib and mm-hmm. a, like a rib sip and a potato yeah, salad. You just be sitting there eating slow. Right, minding your own business. You know, chilling. Yeah. And then here comes somebody come giving you Small the talk. Full of shit that you don't want to hear. A whole bunch of small talk. Yeah, because I had one over there the other day, and I told that hoe that I wasn't fucking with her no more. And, <laughs> right. So like, what? Okay, yeah. And me and Earl, we went to the boat. Thought I was going to win. Who? I ain't winning that. Earl, <laughs> Earl, you know my friend Earl? No. All right, well, me and Earl had went to the boat, and he was on the crap table, and uh, I, I had... I'll be back. <laughs> 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 nephew, nephew. Bring me back a plate. I ain't bring you <laughs> shit. What the fuck? I ain't. <laughs> Alright. wrong with you? <laughs> that would be Alright. Be sitting in the living room. Yeah, like, it wasn't like the best album I heard, but it was I, It was decent. It was something to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to listen to it again. Like I said, it. I don't know. It wasn't like a ooh. Oh my god. Oh. It was so good. He said, What? Nah. Yeah. yeah. I listened to it and then it was over and I was like, What am I listen to next? I was like, Oh, it's done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, today was kinda crazy, man. Um, it kinda showed you how quick um things can turn around in Hollywood. Hmm. So today I don't know what was going on in the Twitterverse, but uh, Roseanne Barr was joining in with a bunch of uh, racist Caucasians Hmm. as they were talking about um, a former senior advisor to President Barack Obama, Valerie Jarrett. Hmm. They, um, They said, oh, actually Roseanne said, Muslim Brotherhood and Plan of the... It was like if Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. Say what? Equals Valerie Jarrett. So basically, hmm? if some Muslim men and some monkeys had a baby, it'd be it would be her. Oh, okay. You remember who Valerie Jarrett is? Um, I saw a few pictures of her. Yeah. So um, a lot of 
people that she was talking to on the internet, they started tweeting, they started talking about the Clintons and talked about Chelsea and it was a whole little... They just had a, a funky good time. A huh? funky good time on Twitter. <laughs> so they, people were like, oh, all right, you want to act a fool? Cool. So uh, first thing I saw was uh, Wanda Sykes was like, all right, fuck this shit. I'm right. I'm leave- I, ain't, I ain't doing the show no more. I quit. Hmm. Then, within an hour, within an hour, ABC canceled her shit. Like, dead it. They was like, no, nah, we're not doing that. I was like, uh. But then, what I didn't know was that ABC has a black president. Oh, so you know, she was like, Her oh. name is Channing Dungey. And, uh,. She was playing no games on today. And every I'm telling you, everybody, everybody was mad. Everybody was mad. <laughs> Ava DeBernay was tweeting and um Chrissy. Our friend, our friend was tweeting all day. Chrissy. Donald. <laughs> it was a Chris, not a Chrissy. Oh, <laughs> That nigga, when I tell you, he keeps me up on my current That's event. what I found out about it. I said, what? Listen, we have a friend. Like, he's he's actually, go, I'm going to talk about him in positive shit today. I wasn't okay. going to say his name. Oh, okay. But his name is Chris. I don't care. When is his last name? This is my nigga. It's a hundred thousand million quits. It is. But, like, I don't, number one, I don't know how he keeps his battery charged on his phone. He must get the best notifications. I need to tell him to tell me what news I tell him. He gets all the news. Because I need it for ain't that some shit. I be sitting there like, damn, 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 where you get that from? Then they come back with all the facts. All the facts, all All the the tweets. Like, it's been many a times I've gone on his page before I walked in this here studio (laughs) and be like, what I miss, Chris? Hook me up. Let, right. let me let me figure out what I need to talk about. I'm saying I'm gonna start going to him for my ain't that some shit. Like let me see what <laughs> I got. Always, always because he has a post on his page. I'm gonna read it. Shit. <laughs> Called the tweets that canceled Roseanne. So at 11:45 p.m. last night, that's when she tweeted, mm-hmm. "Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals Valerie Jarrett." Or she just put VJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 6.28 a.m., she said, it's a joke. Uh, 7.28 a.m., I apologize. I am now leaving Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> 10.33 a.m., this is after her uh, publicist was like, yeah, this is not going to end well. You probably uh, might go and see <laughs> the profile picture. Uh, yes, <laughs> he always changes his profile picture to like whatever's happening. <laughs> It'd be cracking me up. Then at 10.33, Roseanne tweeted, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I am truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. At 11.15, 45 minutes after that tweet that she just posted, ABC says it's canceling the series. (laughs) Just like that. Child, we don't care about you. Right. And you're done. How you but, get fired on your day off, Craig? But that's what happens when, first of all, you started the show with nasty, negative intentions. Yep. And God don't like ugly. No, he don't. And you beyond that. 
So <laughs> she been ugly. Ugh. But like I felt bad because um I was looking on TMZ earlier and um John, you felt bad. No, not for her. Oh, how like John Goodman? He looked distraught. Like damn, girl, I I, I was enjoying having a full time job again. You know. But he I felt like he was getting his coins. Oh uh, yeah, he's been doing movies. I ain't gonna say he hasn't been doing movies um, lately, but I feel like a sitcom paycheck consistently, yeah, that gets your bank account right. So I'm pretty sure he was like excited to be back on TV every week and making some real money. Right. And then what's her friend? Um, she used to be on the show. She was like her sister's friend. Anyway, she was a comedian. I think her name's Sandra. Oh. Um, uh, Wait a minute. God dog it. You ain't talking about Wanda Sykes. No, not Wanda Sykes. I'm talking about the white lady. Oh, that played her sister? No, like played her sister's friend. Oh, like, the tall skinny the tall, chick? Skinny, okay. I can't um, think of her name, but she like, I'm done with her. She's like, I just can't deal with this kind of negativity anymore. Like, call it what it is. Call a spade a spade. This racist bullshit. Call, like Anyala Vanzat said. What'd she say? Call a thing a thing. <laughs> Call a thing. <laughs> this is why I don't watch her. <laughs> she be pulling shit out of the crap. Now, what she say now? She said, you call a thing a thing. You have to speak your truth. That's how she, beloved, you have to speak. Beloved. Beloved, you I have to speak your beloved. truth that comes down. That's how she be holding her hands. From the inside. Yeah. And you have to call, you have to name a thing a thing. And a thing that happened to Roseanne was racism. All right, call the thing a thing. Right. Guess who retweeted her though? Who? Number forty-five. Junior. Don Junior. Good old little Donnie. Yeah. He's so stupid. You're he just, just as dumb as his daddy. You're just so bright. You gonna retweet her after that? Like, come on, man. He is terrible. Anyway, um. On to, I'm going to end this uh, segment on some positive news. Our homegirl, because I feel like if I knew her, she'd be my homegirl. Uh, Serena Williams has done it yet again. Mm-hmm. This girl just had a baby about how many minutes ago? Maybe like five, five yeah. minutes ago. She won her first Grand Slam match today since giving birth in September. That's what's up. You know she played when she was pregnant. I, I know. Um, have you been watching her show? What you, I have I know. What show, what show? She has a show called Being Serena on HBO. Oh, I don't have HBO. I, uh, have, I have to check it, find it somehow. Mm-hmm. I may have to upgrade my YouTube TV for it. Mm-hmm. It's good? Mm-hmm. Okay. She did her wedding was off the chain. Like she showed, mm-hmm. she showed her. Uh, it's I think it starts when she finds out she's pregnant and she's going to play for whatever she won. Was that the Australian Open or something like that? Wimbledon or one of those. Okay. And you know she won. Then they show her. You know she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She goes into labor. I didn't know she almost died. 
definitely almost died. Yeah, she they showed all that her whole process in the hospital. Oh wow! And all that, and then they show her like you know recovery and coming yeah, home. Her husband pretty much had to take care of the baby. Right, she was bedridden. And... Mm-hmm. She was in the hospital. Yeah, they stayed in the hospital for majority of the time, and then right after they came home from the hospital, like. She started, of course, I'm sure they had like space in between, mm-hmm. but she started getting ready for her wedding. And, you know, she was t- trying to slowly get back into mm-hmm. being okay. on the tennis field. But they showed the wedding and every, everybody was there. I saw Beyonce. I was going to say, the Beyonce get a, they get a glimpse of Beyonce. They got a great shot of Beyonce. Because I didn't know they had the wedding. They had the wedding in New Orleans. Yep. And they kicked it. It looked like they had a they ball because I saw pictures of her wedding weekend right. and her um, bright um, bachelorette party weekend. Yeah, and they talked about she um, her dad like it's it's I'm gonna check it out. And I okay. didn't know like she had such a sweet, soft spirit. Mm-hmm. She's really soft spoken. Yeah, and kind. So it's nice. Yeah, she a homegirl. Yeah. All right, we will be right back. You know what? We ain't done. We are from Chicago. And? And I don't think we should ignore this situation. No. All right, so um, Sunday? Yeah, I think it started Sunday. Saturday or Sunday. Lord knows. Um, oh, it was, a ba- it was after um, push, um, Drake... Came out with yep. this track um, to push the T and mm-hmm. said that he gave Kanye some money or whatever. And so Ryan Fest, who is he's a he's a genius, okay? So right. he helped write Jesus Walks. He and a he's lot a of other Chicago rapper, a and lot of other Kanye West songs. But he's very known here in the city. He's an activist in mm-hmm. the city, and so he's not a nobody, okay? Right. He's just not a nobody. And so he came and he was like, Ayo, since uh, you helping Kanye out, he started this organization here in Chicago and has pretty much abandoned it. Uh, why don't you throw some money our way for Chicago's right. youth? And so he must have struck a nerve with um, Mrs. West, <laughs> a.k.a. Kim Kardashian, or her ghostwriter, Kanye West. Right. Because I feel like a he lot writes. of this was Kanye. Like, the, I don't know. They both. It might have been her. But because she does, I will say, number one, she rides for her nigga. Yeah. No matter she goes what, hard. she rides for him. And you know what? I have an issue with that. I have no problem with having your man's back. But you should also be able to correct your man. And you seeing him just going straight left, and you don't say nothing about that. But then now this issue, you want to speak out and you want to heart, heart, heart. But when he was talking all that other craziness, oh, I didn't even know he had his Twitter. I kind of believe that, though. You know that people were surprised to see him with a phone on Charlemagne's interview because they said Kanye don't even really have a phone on him all the time. Right. So, like, it's some stuff I think is believable and it's some shit that I think is fraudulent. I do feel like this probably struck a nerve with her because... It's mentioning something about Kanye's mom. Right. right? So here's what she, she goes on to say. 
Man, Joe, I, <laughs> this is Chicago translation. Right. <laughs> Man, Joe, I saw you the other day at the studio. You ain't say nothing. <laughs> right, basically. You was trying to get Kanye to listen to your subpar beats. <laughs> Girl, bye. Says the fashion person. Right. Company owner. Talk about some subpar beats. You had the audacity to use Kanye's mom's name to try and shed a negative light on Kanye. He said she she got real bad. She said, you ain't been right since you got kicked out of the studio in Hawaii, Hawaii wearing fake Yeezys. You're over-leveraging Kanye's name and ask Kanye to donate money to you. So stop with your fake community politics and lies. Truth is, you haven't been able to sustain the foundation. She said, basically... <laughs> I will make it my mission to take down this house from you and let my children run it the way it should be ran. And you didn't say this when Kanye paid you up front. Then you disappeared during Pablo. So, Ron Fest was actually, he got pretty upset. He said yeah. he don't take the heat because he, he knows who and what he's dealing with. He says, I also have proof. What do you do when your brother turns into Darth Vader? So, he wrote this long ass response to her that I had yeah. to zoom in to read. Um basically trying to, you know, give some background into the whole Donna's house situation. Yeah. yeah. Um I guess Kanye gave it gave it to him to run about like after I guess it was after five years. Right. Or whatever. And so I mean, it makes sense to me that Kanye gave it to Ryan Fest because Ryan Fest is in Chicago. Mm -hmm. He's actually here he sees what's going on. He knows what the community needs. Blase, blase. Right. However, I'm gonna just say if I started a foundation in my mother's name, I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure that it's running perfect, correctly. No right. issues. All the money that they need, no problems or whatever. So, you know, Ron Fest, I feel like was in was right in that response. You know, he's like. You know, you're failing the youth of Chicago. I'm just right. trying to do the right thing. So then, you know, he got his feelings, I feel like. Because um, him and his wife run Donda's house. Yeah, she quit her job. She was an English teacher and she quit her job to help him. With Donda's house. With Donda's house. And so basically, uh, he said, "This is please read the attached final statement. Um, effective immediately. So they decided to change the name of Donda's house um, so that, you know, if Kim Kardashian wants to run it, she can. Right. Um, so then, Kim said she had to clear some stuff up. So, Kanye and Donda started a charity called Loop Dreams. When she passed, they changed the name to Donda's house. Mm-hmm. Kanye paid Ryan Fest a salary to run it. Kanye gave his friend an opportunity to run an organization on his own. So now that Kanye is being publicly shamed for not being involved makes no sense. And at this exact time just seems very calculated. After several years of lack of performance from the organization and Kanye going through personal financial issues, he could no longer fund salaries. Ryan Fest agreed to take it over and Kanye agreed with no financial strings attached. And even if that's the case, though, people even that could be the case. However, I think one of the um, points that Donda House and Rhonda, 
and Ron Fest made was that they're losing sponsors because of the comments and the things that Kanye West have been saying. Yeah. Because he even said, please don't end your sponsorship because of his remarks. So my thing is, if you, but at the end of the day, regardless of what the agreement was or something like that, if you, this is your home child. This mm-hmm. is your mother's namesake. Yep. And this is something that your mother would be stand behind. What is it to write a check? Nothing. So it's it's just crazy. And the fact that uh Kim is talking about what I'll have my kids running and they're gonna wait ten, eleven so you're gonna wait until the north is twenty some years right, to, to run, run it. Like and then to say I'll have my kids run it is disrespectful, like Yeah. You guys You're basically saying you can't handle this, but I'll wait till. But I've been handling it all this time. Oh well, I think it's I think it's crazy. I hope that they get it together. Some, um, I mean, I just feel like this is a conversation that didn't need to happen on Twitter. Over Twitter, like I feel like Ron Fez did say though that they had some discussions right when he was out at the studio with Kanye, and so maybe. You know, that didn't work out. So those conversations didn't work out so well. And so he was in his feelings. Like, people get upset. Like, when you're passionate about something and you feel like the person that you thought was going to be behind you would always have your back ain't there. Right. Then, okay, man, they they dissing you. All right, well, fine. What? Ayo, Drake, we need some money too, bro. Right. (laughs) And I mean, it could have been a joke. It could have been like whatever. But like they went there. I feel like Ron Fess and his wife, Kim and Kanye, needs to sit down and have a conversation because obviously they all know each other. They yeah. all, they grew up. They cool. You know what I'm saying? Like Ron Fess and Kanye done grew up together in the music business, and so you and know, Ron Fess said he knew Kanye's mother personally. Yeah. So that's when he was like, "Shut up, bitch! I knew Donna personally." That's basically right. what he said. Right. But um, I don't know. I just feel like they need to have a conversation. They may need a mediator or a con- and a Kanye translator because <laughs> they're definitely gonna need that. I just feel like it's something lost in translation here. Like maybe uh-huh. Kanye just thought you were go. It was gonna be on you, man. I gave this to you. I I'm not able to get to the shower. Right. To can you just handle it? And uh, maybe Ryan Fest thought that, okay, I'm telling you I can't handle it. Send me some dough, bruh. And everybody over the past few years kind of understands that Kanye West really ain't balling, balling. Right. He's had a lot of financial issues, you know, because he's put, put all his money into, like, these fashion ideas. And some of them are winning and some of them aren't. And, like, I feel like he's on his way back up. But, like, at the same time... We've heard about his financial issues, so you got to keep that shit real, right. too. You can't ask a nigga for a dollar thing, got it? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's that, a lot. It's a lot. It's so, a, I man. hope they get it resolved. I really would hate to see the house closed, but I just saw an article where it's saying that um, the state of Illinois is saying that they're not in good standard. That they had a deadline in April to do some paperwork to do like their 2018 Fiscal report or something like that, and they hadn't turned it in yet. You see, that's basic ass shit. Like, if you a non for profit, right? That's just what you're supposed to do, like, right? And that's what they you know basically you saying. Like, you're a non for profit, you're supposed to have it. Maybe they, maybe they haven't 
gave a 2018 fiscal report because they don't have any fiscals to report. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's it. Right. But still, you got to yeah. handle your business. Whether you got money in the bank or not. Right. You got to make you, sure your you, business is safe. Yeah, care. that's A number one. So. But I saw, I was on Ryan Facebook page. It was like, he been on tour. So that, I wouldn't even put that on him. I would put okay, that on. If you the CEO. Right. You, on your people. I mean, I'm not to use this example, but like we went to a church where our pastor traveled a lot. Right. And he would always say like, if the ship can't sail when I ain't here, then that's a problem. Right. You know, like the people can't come to church and get a, a word when the man ain't there. Like, yeah. that's failing. Like as a leader. So as a leader, when you go, like when my boss going out of town, we, are, we don't all just take off work right. and not be there. True. We may leave a little early. But... <laughs> Y'all ain't even hear that, so you right. don't even know. Right. But we still getting work done, because that's what you do. Like, as you a take leader. A, take, I mean, my supervisor was out for three months, and we still. Did what you were supposed to do. Ran leadership. like a welder machine. Leadership. So, no, I, wouldn't you out, call, I wouldn't call it leadership. Okay. <laughs> well, it is leadership, because they hired capable people that are able she to keep. hire Okay, well, I'm going to just skip all of that okay. and just yeah, say but that I'll even say though this. if he was gone, he should have made sure whoever this was is what I'm here gonna say. taking care of it. I hope that they don't lose Don the house. I want Kim to sit her ass down somewhere. Well, she will. She got some more makeup. No, she got a lingerie line coming out now, so don't worry. So she'll have something else to do. So she's like, well, now they're going to try to anything we do, they can do better? <laughs> No. Okay, never mind. Go. Next, we go. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> All right, we are back. And it is time for Girl Talk. Okay. What you got, sis? Okay, so of course we, as usual, have stole something off the interwebs. It don't matter. They don't write us no way. Well, here we go. I was dating a Mexican man once. I always ask men I date about their first love. So I asked him, which I probably would never do. He told me that his first love was a girl in Mexico and he had been crazy about her and they were so close. But he could not marry her because she came from a wealthy family and he did not have the money to give her that kind of love. I immediately started saying, but if you loved her, if you loved each other, that shouldn't matter. Love is all that's important. He cut me off. Don't get offended, he said, but only you black women think like that, and it's not good. If I love her, why would I want to offer her a lesser life than she was raised with? What kind of man would I be if I took a woman I loved from a life where she wanted for nothing and gave her a life where she had to do without? I was raised to believe that a man does not do that to a woman he loves. If he really loves her, I want her to have the best life. I want her to have everything she has now and even more, if that's possible. Even if that means she's not with me. I was actually offended, but only because I realized that Rico was right. And I suddenly realized how foolish my way of thinking was. All right, Rico. That's well, a mouthful. It is a lot. Um, I I agree and I I agree to an extent and I disagree. Okay. 
So I don't think that is nothing wrong with marrying for love. I agree with it. And I feel like if the woman, if it's a situation where the woman is like, I'm willing to walk away from all this to be with you, mm -hmm. you know, and I trust that you might not give me the life that I had, but I know that I'm going to be happy with you and you're going to mm -hmm. make us a happy life, then I'm for it. To say that, oh, I didn't want to be with her or, or I didn't marry her because I felt like I couldn't provide a life that she wanted speaks more to your insecurities. Maybe, but I feel like... And your pride, because just because she may have been able to get everything she wanted in the world, who's to say she wasn't happy? That's true. And maybe her happiness did come from him. Sometimes people throw that shit in your face too, though. Right? Like, yeah, but I they feel say they are married. They're marrying you for love, and you right. Oh, baby, it's okay that you don't have a right. But I mean, bank, but like, I'm pretty sure. You know, in a situation like that, that the, her family would have been like, all right, you want to marry my daughter? Okay, we're going to give you this. You're going to take care of it because we're going to make sure. Sometimes. Sometimes. But mm -hmm. but that's what, marriage used, that's what marriage used to be about. Blending families to be a stronger families. His family may not have had the resources financially. Right. But let's say they had resources in another way. Okay. And they could have been like, well, look, we got the coinage. Y'all got this. Let's, y'all get married. We bring it together and we become an empire. That's what families used to do back in the day. That's true, but they also. It wasn't about love. Sometimes it was classism, though, back yeah. in the day, too, though. So, like, if you were of a certain class or caliber, well, they didn't want you mingling with other people. And when well, you did, that was frowned upon. So, Well, obviously, he, he may not have had the money that they had, but he obviously had to have something. Yeah. Unless she was sneaking and creeping. Quite possibly. To the also, hood. She was going he down. he might have had some good you-know-what. Right. She was sneaking down to the hood to go get us some pum-pum. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Passing up all the little rich friends. I don't know. I but What's that movie um ATL. Right. I was just thinking that. I was like, she lived she pretended to be broke. Right. Didn't want nobody to know where she well, lived. She didn't, she didn't pretend because he knew she had coins. Yeah, but still she kinda hid the fact But I mean that I got I got the gist of what he was saying, like but I don't think that a lot of I don't I don't know if that's a black girl thing. I, I don't know if that's a black woman thing. And we like, oh, I think that's a, a female mindset. In general. In general. Like, oh, the love, fairy tale. Love conquers love all. Conquers all. Until the lights get turned mm -hmm. off. And we just go make some flavor dust with some water. Right. We just we gonna not gonna drink no sugar dust. This gonna be all right. We just gonna drink this flavor dust, and I'm gonna make our potato salad with raisins. Where are the raisins? And we're gonna live we're happily ever after. Like, I mean, to to a certain extent, I'm not gonna say money doesn't buy happiness. I mean, it can give you a peace of mind. I guess. I. I and ain't nothing like being able to sleep knowing all your bills paid. Right. You got a little coinage to do whatever you want to do. Right. You know, but at the same time, 
I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Because that just sounded good to me. Shit. Um, at the same time, it ain't nothing like loving somebody and somebody loves you back. And that's a fact. <laughs> that is so true. So, I, I mean, I believe in love. So, like, I want love to conquer all that happily ever after. But, like, I get what he's saying. But I feel like I also, like, Stability. be smart. Stability be smart. Like, cause I've, I've seen some situations where it's like, sis, so you really about to marry this man and he ain't got a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of. And no, he don't no. Even, one thing I'm saying, I ain't going to take care of a dude. He can't even fold paper together to make a, a, a something to hold something with. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, not that. I'm not taking care That's taking care of a nigga. Right, like that. But just like, for the sake of saying... You, like you about to marry this man, he ain't got nan job. You didn't have to buy your own ring. Nah, Charlie, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. Nah, now, love ain't conquering that. Love ain't gonna conquer. Cause when you look in the refrigerator and it ain't nothing in there, he been sitting on the couch all, all day, day playing video games. Yeah, but eventually, that's it. It's a wrap. Right. You want to do this other one? You want to get into? Ain't that some shit? We can go. Okay, she ready, y'all. She ready. What's the other one? <laughs> this channel. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to play the whole clip because it's kind of long. Oh, that one. But hold on. Hold on. Relationship goals and couple goals and shit like that. But everything with a relationship is supposed to be between you and that person. It's supposed to be private. It ain't the internet business what you and this other person go through. What we talk about is what we talk about. And like I say, that's why I respect my woman so much because she hold it down. These don't know how to hold it down. They don't know what holding it down means. Because soon as something happens, they run and put everybody in the mix. Then the mix get fucked up because everybody got their mouth on the situation. Mm. So... Only thing I have to say about that is <laughs> that people like to post the the highlight reel. Yes, so you know you Beyonce and Jay Z when they was on the run the first time, right? They all in pictures. It's like, ooh, yes, right. I think people like to post their highlight reels. You're not gonna see the real reel, so you're gonna see. You know, date night, on our way, on, we're on a trip. Well, some people post that, and some people post everything. Yeah, this nigga that made me mad. Nah, yeah, see, I don't. That's, I think what he's saying is more so along the lines of these celebrity, like, people saying, yeah. us calling it, quote, unquote, relationship goals. Like, right. Everybody loves Sierra and Russell Wilson. You know, oh, she made it from the trap and got right. her a good man. Ooh, relationship goes. Them niggas argue, fuss, and fight just like anybody else. Yeah, and it happens. Uh, Cardi and um, Offset. Yeah, but I've heard like I mean, people like I don't even know why they post their relationship. Who Cardi and Offset? Mm-hmm. Why you say that? They just be saying like, "Oh, they like it's too much." Like they is, they you know, he done cheated. You done posted about that. He done 
stole your blankie. You done posted about that. Like, they, she posted a lot about their relationship. She sure the good, does. the bad, and the ugly. But at least she keeping it real. And I was just going to say, like, yeah, I understand she might be keeping it real, but sometimes it can be too real. It can, because then when old girl came out and was saying that she was having offset's baby to or had offset's baby, mm. all that, we was like, oh, Bacardi, be careful with me. And yada, right. yada, yada, you posted this other day. You right. Said, Ooh, what you got to say about this? And it goes back to what we were saying. Like, you post, you start posting the fuck shit, and then you get mad when people got an opinion about it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you post when you mad and you get to sound about that nigga dirty. You can't talk, can't stand him, and he ain't shit, and yada yada yada. You can't get mad when your friend be like, I just don't like. Not even when well, we talking about social media, we talking about celebrities. Not even your friends. Yeah. You That's can't true. get mad when you got random Joe Blows. Like you really with this dude? Right. Yeah. So. But I don't try to look at the internet for any goals Mm -mm. in my relationship. I know what my own personal goals are. I want to be happy. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy life. I don't have to be worried about nothing. Listen, I don't don't want nobody calling my phone. I don't want nobody popping up at my house and I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Don't be in my inbox. None of that. My bills paid. I go on trips. I eat food. The kids happy. I'm happy. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> to church. But yeah, that's them my, them my goals. Right. I don't care Peace what Bill's paid. Sierra them doing. That's the problem. We always want to compare our shit to theirs. Right. It can't. You just number one. You just can't. Right. Like they got they got a lot of shit to lose. For us, yeah. Yeah, we losing time more so right. than anything, quote unquote. But we ain't losing that much. No. Nah, they working for their shit. Like, right. Y'all can't be mad at Beyonce because she stayed with Jay. They got mad right. shit to like, lose. Shit. They got kids. How, got lands, houses, properties. Investments. They yeah. got all kind of shit. You know, that's worth fighting for. Yeah, the only thing we're going to fight about is the TV. No, I bought that I bought that on tax time. You can't take my fucking the TV, TV. The TV and the PlayStation. It's my PlayStation, though. Right. That's it. Okay. We will be right back. All right. And now it's time for Ain't That Some Shit. Mm Mm-hmm. You ready? I'm ready. So I got this from um, Vibe.com. A Nashville man is ordered back to prison after court rules a 35-year sentence was reduced by mistake. So what happened was he, Matthew Charles, who was 58 years old, was convicted in 1996 on a drug and gun charge for um, in connection with selling crack to the police informant, and he was sentenced to 35 years. He did 20 years, and in 2016... The Obama administration reduced sentencing guidelines for non-violent drug offenders like him. Okay. You know, since he's been released, he found a job. He volunteers on the weekend. He has a home. Um, He's kind of got his life together. But the U.S. Justice Department appealed the um, sentence saying Uh that his previous incarceration as... um, 
disqualified him for early re release. Oh, man. Yeah. And so he is now back in jail. And he has to do the other 10 years. And what's, what? Yes. And what's crazy is the judge who actually supported him getting out. Put him back in? Has to be the one to put him back in and said that her hands were tied. Oh, my God. Right. And so what's even messed up is that he was a model um, reform prisoner. So while he was in jail, he got his GED. He started taking courses mm -hmm. and became a law clerk. He started helping his inmates with their cases because their public defender had left. And, yeah, he got to do his other 10 years this is in terrible. prison. Yeah. So, yeah, that's some messed up shit. Do time, and he a model citizen, and now they making him go back to jail. And he ain't no young dude; he like fifty six years old. They know they know how to ruin lives, bro. don't they? So, I got that one too. What this one? Yes, piss me clean off. Well, I wait. No, nope, I wait. We can do it together. <sighs> okay, you got this one too. Ah, mm -mm. oh. <laughs> so according to Huffington Post. A gay couple was stabbed while holding hands outside a Denver nightclub. Uh, two gay men were walking away from a nightclub when a man stabbed them multiple times. One of the victims said, we were just walking. And uh, he said, I guess he didn't like what he saw. He said before he stabbed them, before he, stabbed them he yelled out, fucking faggots. Oh, God. Right. Uh, one man was stabbed in the neck. The other was stabbed in the hand and back before they were able to escape. Now, here's the fuck shit. Because you know it's always some fuck shit. So they arrested the man. And they have him on suspicion of first degree assault. However, they are trying to investigate to see if this attack was a hate crime. He said fucking faggots before he stabbed him. Coming from a gay club. Two gay men. Coming from a gay club. This sounds like a hate crime to me. Holding hands. And you yell out. Fucking faggots. faggots. And attack them. And that's not a hate crime. And y'all trying to determine if that's a hate crime. But you know. Okay. Um, you know good old 24-year-old Dylan Payne. Oh, Dylan. This. Dylan was angry. He was upset. His mother didn't give him the gun yeah. that day, so he had to go stab someone. All right. That's all I got because I know you got what I got. Okay, so I'm going to do this one. Okay. And then we'll do the one that we both have. So, two McDonald's customers in Florida are suing the fast food giant for the sum of $5 million. Can you tell? Can you guess why? The ice cream machine was broke. <laughs> nope. Because then we all got a lawsuit. Man. Because they say they were being unfairly charged for cheese that they didn't want on their burgers. I need to join that um, the lawsuit, though. Cynthia Kistner and Leonard Werner argue that hamburgers and cheeseburgers are different prices on the McDonald's menu. They are. But when they order a quarter pounder without the cheese, they still charge they you still for the cheese. They still are forced to pay the same amount. That's true. When I order a, when you get, here, like, I'm with them. I'm with them. Like, 
Give, give me that. I need to email them. I need to be a part of their lawsuit. Because real talk, if you order, this thing made me mad. No. <laughs> if you order, and that's why I order my breakfast with them no more. If you oh order an egg McMuffin sandwich, you know it automatically comes with the Canadian bacon. If you tell them no meat, they still charge you the regular price. So you're charging me for meat that I don't want. True. So McDonald's used to sell four different quarter pounder options. Two came without cheese and cost 30 to 90 cents less. Mm -hmm. But at some point, separately displaying these products for purchase on the menus, it only now have the quarter pounder with cheese and the double quarter pounder with cheese. Hmm. What if you don't want Since cheese? Since the change, customers have been forced and continue to be overcharged for these products. Mm-hmm. By being forced to pay for two slices of cheese that they don't want. Mm, I am with the shits. Sue ass. That's right. The lawsuit says the plaintiffs have suffered injury as a result of their purchases because they were overcharged and were required to pay for cheese, which is not a component of either a quarter pounder or a double quarter pounder. I'm this for is funny it. To me though. I'm for it. Sue their ass, and I need to sue too. Cause I, whenever I go in there and I order my sandwich, I suffer from um, anxiety because I know that I'm about to be charged <laughs> Nigga, for something that need I don't. To sue McDonald's in. If this is the right thing to sue sue them for, I even told them like y'all some. I I contacted them. The, the corporate office? Yeah. I did when they do your little review. And I said, you don't offer an egg McMuffin sandwich with just egg and cheese. It's either with the meat. Or I said, it's only with the meat. And then you charge the people who don't want the meat for the meat. I'm vegan, bitch. Give me a vegan McMuffin. What? Everybody don't eat pork. Cause that's the only thing they offer. I don't even eat them things. That's the only. It don't matter what sandwich you get from McDonald's. Your only option is pork, sausage, or Canadian bacon. You right for breakfast. For breakfast, even a burrito, sausage. <laughs> Every, that's why I fuck with them. I just go to my little spot on my job and get my turkey sausage and call it a day. Okay. All right. So. Um, the number of mass shootings in the United States is growing, uh, to say the least. Like, I feel it like there has been like Friday, four or five in the past two weeks, to be honest. So I guess some dumbass thought it was a good idea to create a video game since, you know, people think these things are so cool. So a game called Active Shooter was scheduled to launch on June 6th, according to the video game's webpage. Um, Active Shooter, they described it as a dynamic SWAT simulator, where players can choose to work as a member of a SWAT team attempting to disarm the shooter or the shooter themselves. So, you can imagine the outrage that people are having. When I saw what I said, you got to be shitting me. Like the video you... game features videos 
that show what appears to be a shooter firing at civilians as they try to run away. You have two options. You can be the SWAT team. Yeah, or the shooter. Or the shooter. Either way, it's a fuck shit. It's insensitive. It's not smart. And that's the last thing we need. And they need to shut that shit the down. Parkland, uh, the parents of the victims of the Parkland, Florida shooting, they, uh, <laughs> they've they expressed outrage. Um, I think they are trying to make sure that the game never comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida senators um, have condemned the game on Twitter. They he's, um, Bill Nelson, a Florida senator, said this is inexcusable. Any company that develops a game like this and wake up such a horrific tragedy should be ashamed of itself. They should. There's a petition petition mm-hmm. on change.org that urges um, the company to pull the game ahead of its launch. Um, but no real word whether or not um, this game is actually going to come out. This is like the most disturbing thing I've ever seen it's ridiculous it's stupid and i don't even know why would somebody in their right mind create a game like this like i said it's insensitive yep it's just super insensitive and it's just it's just wrong listen never have i ever seen something this inexcusable it's just it's just like, it's just it's like, like blatant like this is happening in our country once a week. I'm going to just say it. Right. I feel like once a week. Like, how do you wake up and, and be in your right mind and be like, okay? Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to create, create a mass cool, school cool shooting. video game. So what are you trying to do? You trying to help somebody who's sitting at their crib trying to plan one of these things, figure out what they need to do? And who's going to play the SWAT team? You know, whatever sicko about this game. They that's they want to be the shooter. They, they want to be the shooter. They don't want to get caught. They don't want to be on the SWAT team. The SWAT team not doing the shooting. Right. You just run around holding your gun, trying looking stop, for the shooter, trying to stop the shooter. This just sounds it's like stupid. a bad idea. It's insensitive. It's gonna, you know. I hope it don't make it out. I hope it doesn't either. So you can go to change.org, um, search it. It's uh, the name of the company is Val V A L V E. Um, pretty sure you'll be able to find this petition. It's probably one of the top um, petitions. It out should there. be. And if it's not, like Let's you said, it, it, it should, should be. be. All right, we will be right back. Now it's time for. On a positive note. On a positive note. Positive note. Yeah. You got something? Mm-hmm. I got two things. Oh, shit. Well, let me get my little one thing out the way. Okay. So, Ricky Smiley from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show saw a viral picture. That's one of yours. That was my other one. But it's mine. Saw a viral picture of a young man walking to his graduation in cap and gown. Mm-hmm. And he... Bought the boy a car. He said, Smiley described the boy as a definition of determination. Do they say what kind of car he got? He got a um, he got a little a small Jeep, like um, like the Liberty type Jeeps. Uh huh. So I listened to I was listening to Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley morning <laughs> show the day that um, the day that he uh gave the young man the car. 
And um, that young man says he will get up at like 4.30. To walk the, to school? In the morning to leave out at like 5 or whatever to get on the bus. To take two buses. To school. To get to school. Wow. Now, I know kids that don't even like taking the bus to school. Right. Like, will refuse to take the bus to school. They won't. Mommy, daddy, cousin, brother, somebody, Uber me. Right. But you know, with the plight of Chicago schools nowadays, that's normal for Chicago kids to have to travel across town mm-hmm. to get to a decent school. To a decent school. But yeah. to have to walk to your graduation, that's a whole nother beast. Yeah, like her fam- they, his family said that they didn't have a way, you know, to get there in time that he needed to. So he just was like, all right, then, you know what? I'm going to just go because I don't want to miss my graduation. At the end of the day, I think his family... You get your ass early and you just sit and wait for the graduation to start. Yeah, I think his family ended up um, getting there or whatever. I just pray that not Nan one of them trying to get in that don't. I think his mama and maybe some siblings were with him the day of. He bought the car. I'm sure. They got um, a video up. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I um, only watched it because... I had been following the story because if the video, I mean, the picture went viral. So Tyrese, Mike Epps, and a brat helping by yeah. bought the car. He got a new Jeep. Yeah, I I didn't know about Tyrese. I knew it was Mike Epps. I knew the brat mm-hmm. had something to do with it, and um, Bricky Smiley. Now I don't know why Tyrese buying other oh. people cars. It says the young man got a full was offered a full scholarship to Jacksonville. Jackson, yeah. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville yeah. State. I thought it was Jackson State. They got Jacksonville State okay. University. Alright. Shoot, he better stay and connect with um Cause he was definitely trying to he mentioned um oh, see how this. He definitely mentioned that was the school he was thinking about going to mm-hmm. he said that um you know you yeah, know money. Jacksonville State. That's quite possible. I mean it's probably a smaller school. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So You got something else? Yeah, I wanted to I'm trying to find a post that Chris posted. Jesus Christ. It's like he posts so much. I love my home. It's in Jacksonville, Alabama. Yeah. So, I have, um, me and Fee have this friend. His name Chris. He's a a really good dude. Mm -hmm. Um, He has a wonderful wife. Her name is Karen Lee. Um, Mm -hmm. She does a lot of work um, with bringing awareness to Mm -hmm. HIV and AIDS. She has a red pump uh, fashion show every year. Um, They have two beautiful boys and um the other day i mean they've been looking for a house so they stay out in buttfuck illinois right outside of chicago <laughs> <laughs> they live far though they live mm-hmm. like in the west suburbs or whatever and um they've been um you know looking for a house or whatever mm-hmm. and um he told me the other like a few weeks ago oh we found our house or whatever cool cool and um he sent me a picture, um, was it Thursday or Friday? Maybe it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. He sent me a picture, and it was the check for his down payment to his house. Mm-hmm. And 
he was like, this is the biggest check I've ever written in my life. Wow. Like, ever, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, me, myself, I had to take two steps back and say, like, I don't know if I would have shared a picture like that with a lot of my friends, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, the, he was dropping $75,000 on this house. That's the, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> exactly. He, this was. Just buy the damn thing, then, why don't you? Well, I told you they live in Buttfuck, Illinois. Right. So, you know, this not, they not going to just be able to buy, buy right. the house. But, like, um, I wouldn't be able to share that with too many of my friends. No. If, um, if I did it. I know why he did it. Because, you know. Me and him, we've always tried to encourage one another. Mm -hmm. um, always had each other's back, no matter what situation you go through. One thing he does just about every day, he puts up a post that says, God bless my circle. Yeah. I think it's the dopest, shortest prayer I've ever seen mm -hmm. in my life. Because, like, I don't want anybody connected to me to fail. Like, exactly. I want my friends to be doing just as great as I am. I want them to be doing big things. So, like right. living their best life and the one thing that we did we can't say we got from the church that we used to attend is he always said check your circle that's right and if you the highest person around that's a problem then that's a problem but then you also don't want to leave your circle so why not say yeah bring them along bring, god, god bless, bless my so circle yeah. right so we can all keep going up so um, he put up this post that said, get you a circle that is encouraging to share big news and no one thinks you're boasting. One thing I believe in is that if one person in the circle can write big checks, guess what? Others in that circle can and will too. I receive it. So I share all that to say, you know, we all might not be writing checks like that. We might not be all buying houses or whatever, but you know, in the world with all this hate, and negativity take a moment you know be positive spread love look out for those that look out for you um you don't know what you're saying how it may affect that person you mm -hmm. may change their whole day like i know i have a friend that i've like you know just randomly just text her and be like hope you having a great day love you and right. she's like man i i needed that today sometimes that's all it takes it's just a simple hey i'm thinking about you right so I just, um, I, I share all that story to say, love your peoples, look out for them, and, uh, yeah, bless our circle. Bless our circle. Amen. All right. Well, that's another show, and, um, y'all know how to find us. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. You can even email us, the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T, at gmail.com. We would love... Love, 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 love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe, share, mm -hmm. leave a comment. Something. Give us some reviews out there. Reviews. We're trying to get on the charts, y'all. We're trying to get out here. Let us know you love us, okay? Uh, and until then, talk to you later. Peace.